You're listening to the Your Knee, Your Health podcast. I'm your host, Adam Rosen. I'm a fellowship-trained, board-certified orthopedic surgeon who specializes in knee replacement. Here I'll talk to you about common knee complaints and other orthopedic issues. We'll cover other important health-related topics, all of which are meant to helpfully answer some of your questions and help improve the quality of your life. Thanks for listening, and on with the next episode. Hello and welcome. My name is Dr. Adam Rosen. I'm an orthopedic surgeon, and you're listening to the Your Knee, Your Health podcast. In this podcast, I'm going to talk to you a lot about not only your knee, but your general health, because your knee can affect your health just as well as your health can affect your knee. So we're going to delve into a lot of these episodes, not only on knee pain, knee symptoms, and exercises that you may do to help your knee, but also exercises, good nutrition, and a healthy way of living that can improve your entire health and well-being. So what I'd like to introduce you to today are just a few analogies that I've used over the years that help explain to people what they feel or what they're going through when it comes to their knee. Now, one of the most common fears that I hear from patients is that they're afraid to exercise because they're afraid that they're going to wear out their knee. Now, we are born with a small amount of cartilage in that knee, and that knee should hopefully last our lifetime, but it doesn't in all individuals. There is normal wear and tear. And when people are exercising, the analogy that I like to use is just imagine that you're driving your car. If you're driving your car, you know that your car has brakes and brake pads. Now, technically, if you step on your brakes, you are technically wearing down or wearing out your brake pad, but that is what it was designed to do. And if you don't step on your brake pad, you're going to hurt yourself or someone else or injure your vehicle or something else that you hit. So in the same sort of way, yes, technically, if you're doing exercise, are you wearing out the cartilage? Technically, yes. But at such a small microscopic level, when you weigh the risks and the benefits of the benefit of exercise, that far outweighs the risk of wearing out your knee. Now, the flip side of that is let's look at common sense activity. So if somebody says, yeah, but if I exercise, aren't I going to wear out my knee? And they're running 20 miles a day and doing CrossFit exercises and pushing as much weight as they can do and deep squats. Well, most people that I meet with knee pain couldn't do any of those things anyway. But yes, if you could, that would be excessive wear. That would be like slamming your brakes as hard as you can at every stop sign and stoplight that you come to. You're not going to be surprised when your brakes wear out prematurely. So as long as you use your car in a responsible manner, just like if you use your knee in a responsible manner, that risk of wear of the remaining cartilage is minimal. And the exercise and the benefits that you would get from range of motion and strengthening far outweigh that risk of making your knee worse. Now, the second analogy that I'd like to talk to you about today is the idea of giving way or stability. I hear from a lot of patients that their knee is unstable. Now, when we talk about stability in the office, there's two things that we're looking at. The patient's complaint, or what we call the subjective complaint of instability, and objective findings. So if I have an athlete who injures their knee on the field and they tear their ACL and I examine their knee, I will sense that laxity, a few millimeters of abnormal motion that I would define as this knee is unstable, and the patient would notice it as well. But there's a lot of times where patients, especially with arthritic knees, will have the knee buckle or give out on them. It can occur suddenly. It can occur with or without pain, and it can be 
quite a, an issue with regards to falling and injuring and a fear that prevents people from doing exercise. So that subjective complaint of instability, when we then examine the knee in the office, you find that the knee is stable. There is no laxity of the ligament. So why does this happen? Well, take for instance, if you're walking barefoot in the kitchen and someone dropped a glass and there's broken glass on the floor, or if you're walking on the beach barefoot and there's a broken seashell. So what happens when you step on that broken piece of glass if you're barefoot or that broken seashell? Well, before you can really even register what's happening, that you're stepping on this thing that's sharp, that that sharp thing hurts, and this reflex goes up to your brain that you're stepping on something sharp, it's hurting, and it prevents you from firing the muscles in your leg to finish your step and put all of your weight on that foot, and you almost go down. Or maybe you do fall. And if somebody is there with you, say they're walking on the beach, or someone's sitting at the kitchen table and they see you go down, they ask you what happened. So your knee itself wasn't unstable, but your leg buckled and gave way because of this reflex loop, because your body felt that pain. And this can happen in an arthritic knee. So if you have areas in the knee where you've lost cartilage and the bone is exposed and the bone is raw, that when you bend and turn and twist a certain way, that area of raw bone is pressing on another area of raw bone, it hurts. And when your body feels that instant of pain, and it can be coming down the stairs or stepping off a curb or even getting out of a chair, what'll happen is your body tells your quadriceps muscle, that big thigh muscle to shut down because if it squeezes harder, it's gonna hurt more. So your knee buckles and gives way. And this is the complaint that a lot of people get of that sense of instability. And although you can't go in necessarily and fill in those raw areas of bone, a lot of times when patients strengthen the muscle, it will stabilize the knee better. Or occasionally, they recognize a certain position of bending is the position that it always occurs in, and they may learn to avoid that position. Now, the last analogy that I would like to leave you with today is the idea of how your symptoms relate to the stock market. Now, the stock market, if you look at over 10 to 20 years, it does one thing. It goes up over that 20-year period. And if you look at your knee and arthritis, over time, the arthritis will worsen. It never gets better. Your cartilage never regrows. And if you look at the stock market on a day-to-day -day basis, it can be somewhat confusing. So even people that follow the market very, very well and are very knowledgeable will see things that happen in the world or in business, and they'll expect and see the stock market to go up. Or when something bad happens with a business or something bad happens in the world, they'll see the stock market go down. And the same thing holds true for your knee. So if you do a lot of exercise and a lot of activity, you may have more pain and symptoms. And if you sit around all day and read a book and watch TV, you may have less symptoms. But the confusion occurs is when bad things happen in the world or bad things happen with a particular company and the stock market goes up. It does happen from time to time. And just like if something good happens and you expect the stocks to go up, they actually go down. So this can also occur with your knee and it's confusing for patients because they do a lot of activity, they do a lot of exercise. I actually see this a lot when patients go on vacation and they're walking a lot and they're taking a lot more steps and they're traveling and they notice that their symptoms are actually better, even though they expected them to be worse. Now, the other thing can occur too is where all of a sudden now you're relaxing, you're not doing a whole lot and you think, things should feel better, but they feel worse. So that's the confusion. And I try to explain to my patients that we can't figure it out 
just like everybody that follows the stock market can't pick it from day to day. So just appreciate the days when your knee feels good and you can do more on those days. And on days where your knee feels bad, whether or not you were resting or you did too much, back off a little bit. But I do recommend to all my patients that even on a bad day, try not to do nothing. What you may find is a short walk or five minutes on a stationary bicycle, loosen up the knee and it makes that bad day not so bad anymore. So I'm hoping that those analogies, the idea of the the brake pad and the wearing out of your knee, using it because that is what it is intended to be used for, and the idea of it giving way, the idea that when you have a raw area of bone from your arthritis squeeze, it may make your knee feel like it wants to buckle and give out, but it's usually not a structural problem inside your knee. And the idea that you can't always anticipate when your knee is going to feel good and when your knee is going to feel bad. We even see those changes just with weather alone. And I'll hear from patients that say, oh, I always like it when it's dry. The next patient likes it when it's humid. This one likes it when it's cold. That one likes it when it's hot. So you can't always predict exactly how your knee is going to feel on a particular day. The overall important thing, though, is get out there, get moving, keep your knee moving, keep some exercise on a regular basis. It's not only good for your knee, but it's also good for your health. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Your Knee, Your Health podcast. I'm Dr. Adam Rosen, and I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Your Knee, Your Health podcast. If you've not already done so, please subscribe so you'll be notified of future episodes. And if you enjoy what you're hearing, please take the time to leave a review. It helps other people like you find the show. I'm your host, Adam Rosen, and until next time, stay safe.